Hello, everyone, and welcome to this review episode of The Wayward Dragons. Uh, sorry if I sound a little congested. I am. Yeah. <laughs> and if I sound hoarse, it's because I have been, you know, to use an old country uh, <laughs> phrase, barking like a dog. <laughs> I have been coughing way too much. I have had my sinus cavities draining. I have been having all the fun. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's see how this goes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Yes, welcome. Uh, I usually don't. I would do forget so this much sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I am one of your two co-hosts, I'm and I'm Jen. Kelsey. And welcome to this review episode. We review all the books we've read in between episodes or any shows. Or anything that we've watched. How are you? Besides being sick. I mean that <laughs> That's is. the gist of it. Pretty much the epitome. Of what I am and how I feel. I have been loading myself up. On. Local honey. Tea. Uh, I've actually. Stooped into. Taking sinus medicine. Even though I hate. Taking pills. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, how are you? <laughs> I've been better. You might not. So I do. Have you like massaged your face? Have you done that? Like, I mean, when I'm like annoyed with somebody, I'll rub my face, but that's about it. I don't think that's what you're talking no, about, though. No, there's certain massage. Oh, you mean like for the yeah. sinuses? Yeah. For the sinuses. Yeah, no, I tried that. It doesn't, it has not really helped. Okay. Uh, I even went as far as taking some essential oils and this actually did help some, but obviously they wash away really fast. But taking some essential oils, some eucalyptus, uh, some peppermint and some tea tree and putting a little bit in the floor in my shower. And turning the shower on and just sitting there yeah. and like, you know, basically kind of being in a sauna. Yeah. Uh, but they apparently, I found out, they have something similar to bath bombs, but they're for yeah, showers. Yeah, they do. And they just, you just like put them in the, on the floor of your yeah. shower. And so I'm, if this doesn't clear up soon, I might have to look into doing that. You can make your own. There's ways to make your own. Get on, like, Pinterest and stuff. Yeah, but... (laughs) The amount of effort that takes and the amount of effort I feel like putting into anything... very minimal. ...including living right now uh, with how I'm feeling is, yeah. Very minimal. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? What about you? Are you avoiding on how you're going? <laughs> I'm okay. It's been a rough week mentally with the family things I've got going on. Yeah. So I apologize to my husband because how I cope is I read. So, and I'm also in, like, I love Fable. That is a great app for us book lovers. Now I'm in like six book clubs, which I've always wanted to be in. Um, 
but now I have six books to read by the end of the month. So. <laughs> you know, it's funny hmm. to me. I am surprised that more guys that complain about like their wives or whatever, uh, or their partners don't just date people who are book readers because like, you would not have to deal with them. No. You literally just get them some books or get Take them, them to the library. You know, to go to the library or something. And, yeah, and then they would just read yeah. all the time and you would literally just watch your football mm-hmm. games or whatever normal people yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, I look so high right now. I'm looking <laughs> at myself on the camera. I look so high right now. Your face also looks and really swollen. I don't think I've ever been more sober at any point in my <laughs> like life. Like your cheek, your Do cheeks, what? and like the bottom part of your eyes look really swollen. Oh yeah, like you slept with like your hands on your face. Like, oh yeah, that's what you look like. Like it's those like, oh, it's... yeah, your face is real swollen. I feel like the cat slept on my yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. So, so speaking <sighs> of libraries, so my well, you can. Huh? Go- <laughs> I was gonna say you can go ahead and start. Um, so my library is one of the libraries that puts your total that you've saved at the end of your like checkout receipt. So at the time, oh, at the cool. time of this recording, I've saved seven hundred and fifty dollars and fifty six cents by using my library, and that's just like books. That doesn't include like what I use on Libby. Um. And for those who use Libby, you, and if you live in a state like I do, so there are a couple different states that um, if you live in the state, you can get a library card anywhere in the state. And you can have multiple library cards on the app. I mean, if you have family that lives in different states, you can use their address and stuff because Libby will let you use more than one card. Yeah, so we do like, we do like digital library cards. Yeah. I have a lot of electronic here too, where so you can. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the only thing is it doesn't count all the audiobooks I've um, borrowed, which I thought was in, it's because if it includes the audiobooks, like I'm well over a thousand dollars at that point. <laughs> um. Right. So I got through five books. And I've had to keep them in my Goodreads, like, currently reading, because I will forget them. Um, so, I finished, I read Nettle and Bone by T. Kingfisher. That. Okay, do we want to talk about that? Because I read that as we well. We can talk about it. I thought it was great. I thought it. it's very much... A nice in-between when you don't know if you want to read young adult still but you haven't quite reached like you feel like you can read adult yet I felt like it was a very good like in-between um and it was very interesting okay. to like sorry Apollo is singing the song of his people I'm apologizing he's been doing it a lot lately um so the the ba- for those who haven't read it, the base of the book is 
there's this little kingdom that's wedged between a northern kingdom and a southern kingdom. And the daughters in this little kingdom are getting married off to the northern kingdom. The first one gets married and she comes back dead. The second one gets married and she figures out that if she... Uh, spoilers, yeah, everyone. spoilers. She figures out if she stays pregnant, she stays alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the third sister is sent to be like a nun <laughs> in this convent. And she learns how to weave. Yeah, stuff, so it's which is really cool. But yeah, so essentially, for those of who are fairly familiar with fairy tales yeah. and stuff like myself and fairy tale archetypes, it is a bluebeard story in yeah. some ways. It's like basically it's like a bluebeard story in the background, yeah. and then you have your uh, young heroine who is going on the hero's journey yeah. to uh, save her sister. Yeah. And so, of course, she meets some stereotypical uh, characters (laughs) and, like, some stereotypical archetypes. Uh, One of the things I loved was the the Fox reference. Yeah. (laughs) Where the the old lady is like... So, so, spoiler, they meet this guy whose name is Lupin. And this is after she built... uh, The main character builds a bone dogs so she's him. got a dog and a wolf <laughs> i love him and there is he's so cute uh so there's a when they when they find out his name because she's traveling with a uh what do they refer to her as the duck um the, the old lady a bone the grave bone witch or something bone mother dust 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 mother yes dust mother Anyways, she's like a graveyard witch. Yeah. Dust mother. Yeah, fairy dust mother. Uh, oh, and of course, there's fairy godmothers and stuff in it as well. Uh, but <clears throat> the dust mother goes, uh, makes a comment, and she goes, uh, after she finds out that his name is Lupin, she goes, you've already got a dog and now a wolf. wolf. If a fox shows up, I'll know we're really living in a fairy tale. So the Lupin starts referring to the dust mother as a yeah. fox which i mean she is very cunning and very fox-like so it is kind of <laughs> even more humor- humorous yeah uh so av- so kelsey recommended this book yeah. to me i don't know when you finished it but i finished it like a day yeah uh, mine was like a couple of days because i maybe two. i read these at work <laughs> So it took me a couple of days. Okay. It's very uh, small. It is very small. So actually I yeah. It's not it's not that big of a mm-hmm. book, but it's the story is enjoyable. Yeah. Uh I honestly I could see them making a movie out it of this. It would be a good movie. And there's not too much here. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's not too much here to where they would like completely no. ruin it. But at the same time, I think a lot of people would be lost. Uh, my biggest complaint, honestly, is that it is too yeah. short. There could have been a lot more like, detail. In I them. get why they did it. The, I get why the author did mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I get why the author did it the way they did. Uh, it's only 245 pages. Yeah, it's tiny. It's tiny. <laughs> but, and I, I think... 
I think if you put too much into it, though, it could ruin the story. So, it being shorter isn't a bad thing. No. However, I, I don't know. I just, I wanted more. Yeah. I can see that. It's not a, it's not a negative critique. It's just that, yeah, it was enjoyable and I wanted the enjoyment to continue. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very cute story. It's a very, very cute story in my opinion. Like I said, the characters are fun. Oh, yeah. Like, I really want, like, a sequel uh, of um, the two of them, like, as they go about their adventures. I think that would be a good, like, sequel. Oh, yeah. So, not just the Well, stuff. and I would love to, like, end up with them back in his homeland would be interesting and fun. Yeah. 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 And I really want more of the Goblin Market. Yeah, that was crazy. I think the Goblin Market was <laughs> the most... To me, it was the most interesting theme, or most interesting part yeah. of the uh, entire book. Yeah. Was the Goblin Market. It gave me, like, Harry Potter vibes. <laughs> but I always love markets like that. Well, I... And it's, it's like a... It's a trope that's common in a lot of fantasy books that I've seen, but I, I love little things like that where it's just like, oh, hey, you know, here's a hidden market yeah. and there's all this weird stuff and, okay, you could buy it, but it's not going to cost you exactly what you think you, it's going to cost yeah. you. Yeah, cost you time, which I thought was cool. So. That's oh, time, teeth. Yeah. Yeah, that made my teeth, that instantly made me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, Oh. I like how she was like, I don't want to lose a tooth, and the the dust mother's like, Yeah, but you got one that's bad, right? We'll just give yeah, him that we'll one. just give him that one, which I thought was kind of funny. Like what? <laughs> it's gonna need pulled anyway, so I feel I think I would feel cheated. I yeah. I think I would feel cheated if uh, someone gave me a bad tooth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a cute one. I thought it was good. But anyways, uh, yeah. Um, not I am the average score on goodreads right now uh so it's got uh fifty three thousand uh ratings and its average score is 4.15 so it's it's got decent ratings yeah Yeah. it's it's a very cute story um so the next one i read was the uh the removed by brandon hobson um, this was part of my library's national heritage or basically the Native American book display where it's, uh, books written by Native Americans. Um, so basically the sto- the cool. gist of the story is, is you follow a family and, um, they have three kids. They have Ray um, who's the oldest, and it starts with the story of how they lost Ray. Ray was killed in, um, by a police officer. He was at a mall with his friends, and somebody drew a gun, and the police shot him, thinking he had the gun, but he didn't have the gun. Um, so it's years later. Yes, yay, racial profiling. 
Um, but it's, it's years later, his father is suffering from dementia. Um, his younger brother is suffering from an, an, um, addiction. His sister is just being real weird. Um, but they get a foster, they foster another Cherokee, um, child who the son believes or the dad believes is their son like it he acts the same way he does the same things as ray so it's him kind of starting to remember himself the dad starts to remember himself but it's kind of like their weird grieving journey like the daughter finds the son of the police officer that shot her brother and like it, it gets she makes stuff a little weird i don't know why that was in there but that was that was a little weird. Is it based anything it's on based, a true story? Yeah. Or is it like all Yeah, it's based on a true story. Um okay. but it it follows like they have an annual bonfire for Ray. Um so it kind of leads up to that and them using their culture to understand everything and not necessarily understand everything, but um kind of help them in their grieving journey so it's kind of it was interesting to read not very good in my opinion yeah. um just because it was one of those books where i don't i didn't really know where the what the point of it was um but i guess maybe forgiveness oh, that's just telling us sorry maybe forgiveness um and then i read the indifferent stars above the harrowing saga of the donner party um so this follows for those of you who don't know the donner party so back when the oregon trail was actually a trail not a game um it split when this part <laughs> when this party set out this was when the split there was like this guy was like hey there's a shortcut um they find out <laughs> the shortcut's not a shortcut um but it kind of follows the story of one of the girls. Her name is Sarah, and how she survives this whole cannibalistic adventure that happens, um, and kind of what happens to her after she gets out of there, and how she kind of starts to get back on her feet again and stuff. Um, it's very gruesome. It's he does go into detail of what happened to them. So if you do not, if you cannot handle that, please don't read that. <laughs> um, so not for the squeamish. Yeah, if you're squeamish, can't I've, can't handle that? Don't listen to it. Don't read it um, because it he does go into detail what they do to the bodies and um, what happens to them and all that stuff. It's it gets a little gross. Um, where even I was like, ugh. Whew. Um, and then my lovely paranormal romance series, I read, um, The Night is Forever. And then there's like a book in between 11 and 12, um, called Crimson Twilight that I read. Um, I just read that just to for shits at this point. It makes me happy. <laughs> Um, 
but basically they're outside of Nashville in the night is forever at a horse therapy farm kind of thing where they help troubled kids and troubled people um, with the help of animal therapy to kind of get back on their feet and kind of help them through whatever. Um, the founder is found dead. Um, they, it may, the person makes it look like a, um, an overdose because they themselves were an addict. Um, and you come to find out it's, it's someone, it's someone within the farm. Um, but again, they're kind of deranged <laughs> and, um, in Crimson Twilight, um, two of the agents, because it's a common thing that the agents marry <laughs> within this unit. Um, so two of the agents are going to get married and they're getting married in this castle and the priest is found dead at the bottom of the stairs that they were supposed, the priest that was supposed to marry them. Um, so they have to find out who kills the priest. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah. So that's what I've listened. That's what I've read. Um, so I know you have audible too. And yes. So have you, have you listened to Mortuardi? Mortuardi? You, have you heard of it? Uh, I know who Moriarty is. He's uh, Sherlock Holmes's arch nemesis. I know there's supposed to be a series where, uh, if I correct, if I'm correct, that this is the one where he's really the hero, and uh, is that the one where he's the protagonist, and then uh, yeah, where Holmes, which McCall it Holmes. is the. Yeah. Holmes thinks yeah. that he's done it. Yeah, Holmes, is the Holmes thinks he's done it. Morchardi is like, I haven't done it. So my husband and I started listening to this, um, going down to my dad's. Um, for those who haven't, we're like, we're on chapter seven of ten chapters. This is the one thing I will give Audible is when they do something like this, it's, I love the immersion. So you hear all of the sounds, you know, you hear <clears throat> horses on one ear come. Oh, it's, uh, it's Dolby. Yeah. It's, it's 3D listening. So it's, and it's my favorite yeah. hobbits, Mary and Pippin, Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd. Are in the first one, which I think is absolutely hilarious. Um, so we're like almost done with that. We listen to it when we're like going to my dad's or going to his mom's or something. Um, that 10 out of 10, that is done beautifully. That's one thing I'll give Audible when they do something like that 3D thing. It's so cool. It's just it's so awesome. It makes, as someone who listens to audiobooks all the time, I love that about them. Like, they do books like that when it's like an audible, audible original type thing. It's like, I'll give you guys where credits, I'll give you your credit where your credit's due. You guys do do a fabulous job when it comes to that. <laughs> well, and they do, 
like I love I love the full casting audiobooks. Yes. I've done other stuff too in the past and I've like experienced before Audible, I've experienced other fully casted audiobooks where they like just cast it into a dramatization yeah. of it. And honestly, I love it. When I back in the day when I originally first read uh uh the uh, His Dark Material series, The Golden Compass, uh, yeah. Amber Spyglass, and Subtle Knife. That's that's what it yeah. was. Is it was fully casted, and, but it is absolutely phenomenal. You just, it's like an old radio yeah, show. Yeah, you forget it's a book. You forget it's like an episode series, like a TV show type thing. I love those books. So we're still in the first part, but if you have a chance to listen to it, do it. Like, so the first season is Mochardi's fiance gets murdered, and it's a murder in a closed room. Um, they think he did it be- uh. because he was in the same hotel room, but it was in a time and place where there were separate bedrooms. So she was killed in her bedroom. Um, he gets arrested and all that stuff and even Holmes is like he did it so it's um so it it's interesting it's it's very I love this immersion and all that see I always I always love when they do storytelling from that perspective of you know hey this guy who's always the bad guy isn't necessarily the bad guy here or you know maybe there's more to the story than we know Because, I mean, he turns into a bad guy, but he turns into a bad guy because no one believes him. So, and then in the second season, they team up together. It's me. I'm the villain. Well, the next one is The Silent Order. Is Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren is the villain in the second series. Really? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I think Phil Lamar, if I remember right, Phil Lamar plays uh Sherlock. <laughs> so Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Lamar is who plays Sherlock. So you have Dominic Mah- um Dominic plays Mortarty, and then you have Fell plays Sherlock. So it was really cool. Okay. It was really cool. Cool. What What did you What did you get into? Well, so I finished up the uh, the superhero book series that I was reading, the Harrier and Raptor series, uh, and it ended. Pretty much like I figured it would. It was enjoyable though. And then I am current, like we've already talked about Nettle and Bone. I'm currently working my way through the Rune Lord series. Uh, <coughs> I have seen these books randomly at used bookstores. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like, oh, those seem like interesting titles. Yeah. Oh, that's a series. I should look into that. Never did. Well, I stumbled on the, like, the name of the series, so I looked it up, 
And I have, so I've done the first three. They're by uh, David Farland. But The Sum of All Men, Brotherhood of the Wolf, and Wizardborn. Okay. Honestly, outstanding. Okay. Uh, they are high fantasy. The Some of the detail they put in there, it's, it's stuff that I appreciate because it's little things that would typically bother me. Like, for instance... One of the characters, they reference her being well endowed. <laughs> so she's got big boobs. <laughs> and usually when they have a character like this. Yes. She's got big boobs. When they have characters like this, uh, they don't ever bring that into effect of what the character can and can't do. <laughs> because when you have physical limitations like that, hey, guess what? You're going to have, or when you have something like that, guess what? You're going to have physical limitations. Yeah. 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 Well, she wants to be an archer. She can't. <laughs> and she's training to be an archer. Well, I, if you know how to hold a bow and know yeah. how to do it in proper form, you can't do that with big no. boobs. <laughs> so what they tell her is that she is going to have three options. She can either A, give up on ever being an archer. Okay. B, chop them off. Oh, God. Or C, wear a, basically it's like a yeah. binder, but a leather vest to hold them down yeah. for her to actually be able to fire the bow. And I, it, it's something that sounds so dumb, but it really annoys me when they describe someone in a certain yeah. way and then they're just like, oh, and they can do yeah. whatever they want. It's like, no, physical limitations exist. Yeah. So it just, it made me happy, but the... The magical systems are really interesting. One of the things they do in it is they have this thing called endowment. And no, it's not about the boobs. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it could be. be. But basically, basically, they say people have certain attributes. And what you can do is there is a process you can go through to endow someone. And when you endow someone, you take the attributes of one person and give them to another. And typically you reimburse the person. So say if you have someone who's naturally strong and they're a farmer or something like that, you, a Lord can pay them and get an endowment from them for their strength. So the Lord gets an increase in their strength during like battle and stuff like that. That'd be fucked up if you were in the battle too. That's fucked up. Well, typically it's people who aren't, and they're fairly well compensated. Okay. So that'd be like fucking bullshit. You're going swinging a sword, and then it all of a sudden kicks in. All of a sudden you become a little weakling. That's fucked up. Continue. <laughs> well, and there's like, there's, so, and there's other endowments. So, like, there's a lady who runs a okay. brothel. And so. She has, like, an endowment from all the girls, from all the girls at the brothel, which is, like, 500 girls, because it's, like, a really, really Jesus. huge brothel, I guess. But, uh, to, to, where she gets part of their beauty, part of their charm, and so she could basically get whatever she wants from any man, because she's got extra qualities from all these other women. What? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I said, it's it's a cool, 
cool little thing. And there's some other magical stuff going on. But uh, yeah, overall, I thought it was really cool and really interestingly done. Uh, and I mean, I still think it's so. I'm, like I said, in the middle of the series. Okay. So there's eight books in total. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, that's what I've read. Uh, haven't really, I don't think, watched anything. Okay, so do you, do you have Discovery Plus? Do you have Discovery Plus? No? I don't think so. What is... Okay, so Discovery Plus is like ID, Travel Channel, I don't think and so. like HGTV. So, we started... Oh, no, I don't have that. So... I'll give you so we we have it because I like watching we like watching ghost adventures and paranormal shows. It's like the our anxiety shows. Put them on in the background <laughs> type thing. Um, so we started watching this show called The Garden. Bro, these are some weird fucking people. So it's trash reality, trash reality, right? They have like this weird compound. It was in Tennessee where it was like, it's like free love and, you know, like normal compound cult shit. Um, but like they want to live off the land. All the kids. Yeah, well, they want to like live off the land, but they don't have any like survival skills type thing. Um, they dumpster dive for food and stuff. Oh, yeah. no. And, um, but it's like a community, you know, type thing. And, um, this is like a train wreck waiting to happen. They're so bad, and you can tell it's kind of scripted. Bro. It is horrible. Can't stop watching. You think the whole thing is scripted? It's reality TV. Come on. But the the <coughs> the founder of this um the garden, he was like a rainbow child. His parents were part of the cult. Um, so, like, that comes into play in it in the beginning. And, you know, basically they're sending people in to, like, figure out what happened. <laughs> what's going on. Um, and then they start, like, a second compound in, like, Missouri or some shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, if the world ends like they think it's going to, they are not prepared like they think they are. They're not that bad. Really, like they pride themselves on like surviving survivalist stuff, and it's like, okay, you won't allow one person, like one of the people that becomes like a new member. He's like, I want to hunt. Like, if you want to be a survivalist, like and survive and stuff, like you guys need to know how to do these things and you need to have a bigger garden and not rely on dumpster diving. But like the big thing that they pride themselves on is they don't have a hierarchy. There's no leadership. Even though there's like three main people that everybody goes to for stuff. So it's like, even though you say there's no hierarchy, there is a hierarchy. And, um, yeah, see, I both love and hate that. I'm like, you say there's no hierarchy, but there's a, there's a hierarchy. Um, and then Tree, the one, yeah. this, he, it starts because Tree posts TikToks and it, they go viral and all this shit. Um, 
But, like, he's talking to the one guy, Tyler, that wants to hunt, and they're out there talking about that, and he's like, Tyler's even like, if you guys want to survive the apocalypse, there will need to be a hierarchy. You need to put someone in charge. He's like, if this were my compound, my wife and I would be in charge. And Tree's like, those are powerful and dangerous words. Tree's convinced that one of these visitors are from the FBI. Like, it's crazy. It's scripted. It's trash. But I cannot, we cannot stop watching. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I, I would have already like, you know, It's bad. Like, it's just. I can't watch, I can't watch reality TV because I know it's scripted oh. and it, they always, they always put like particular people on there that are just so freaking dumb. Like they sent, they sent an obese like, dude, man to this camp. What the actual hell? Like, yeah, they sent an obese man to this camp, and he couldn't do anything. And it's like, well, like, yeah, you're like three hundred plus pounds and can't. Okay. What do you mean obese? I'm obese. Like he can't walk. <laughs> like, like he looks like he's about to butt. Oh, like yeah, morbidly, like morbidly obese. obese. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. It's like, have you watched anything? That's what we've been watching. I don't... Not that I can remember. I mean, my brain's all fogged anyways, but... Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything recently that I've watched or anything like that. Unfortunately. Okay. So, I guess that kind of wraps us up here. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, join us while we do, we're doing. Uh, so don't forget to. <laughs> I was like, join us, right? Um, yeah. That's what I was about to say. Uh, we are doing like a crystal mini series um, where we're going to go through kind of crystals 101, how to take care of them, um, different types of crystals, crystal layouts, and, you know, kind of go through different crystals. So that way. And I've split them. Are we covering crystalline structure at all? Yes. Yeah. We'll talk about that when, between recordings. Okay. Because I, I have it broken down because, yeah. yeah. Um. But, yeah. Please rate, rate, okay. review, and subscribe. Please tell a friend. Join us on Facebook or Instagram. I do post pictures along with the episodes. So that way you kind of know what we're talking about when we reference something. Like when we talked about chakras and the... Um, Maita or whatever the hell that name of that creature is that you talk about um, and stuff I do post pictures I do post pictures and like I do post the covers of the books that we talk about and stuff like that too so um, yeah so if you have a topic recommendation or a book recommendation you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com but until next time I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. Bye. Bye.